Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, psychologist, relationship coach, attachment theory expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, author of Love Magnet and Athletic Wear Connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract to healthy relationship. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. Buckle up and let's get vulnerable. It's February and there's that one holiday that happens in February that so many of us pretend to not care about, but deep down, we wish we had that person that was going to write us a letter, take us to dinner, maybe buy us some flowers and chocolate. We just want to feel loved, appreciated, and adored. And on February 14th, when we don't feel that way, it becomes really obvious what's missing in our lives. I want to help you finally do the work on you that allows you to attract the relationship you've always wanted. Now is the time, not next month, not when work slows down. Now is the time to put yourself first and decide that you will heal your relational wounds. You'll let go of the things that are no longer serving you and you'll step into your securely attached high self-worth version of you. You get to rewrite your love story. You get to have the relationship that you've always wanted. It starts with you. You really can rewire your brain and attract the love that you deserve. And the best news is that you don't have to do it alone. I am here to help you inside of the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. Inside of the program, you'll get everything you need to become the securely attached version of you. You'll be able to fully release your past relationships and past relational trauma, and you'll have all the tools to set boundaries, communicate assertively, and show up as the secure, confident version of you. And right now, when you join, you get a special bonus package. This is just for right now. And it's going to go to the first 15 women who joined the program. So this will go quickly. You will get access to the move to secure attachment bonus package. This includes the boundaries audio course, which has been so popular with my clients, really a deep dive on how to set boundaries and the internal work that supports maintaining boundaries You'll also get the Become the One bundle, super popular as well. This is three separate courses that will help you in becoming the one. And on top of that, you get a bonus month in the program at no cost to you, plus extra juicy $400 off. I only do this kind of offer one to two times a year. And like I said, this is your time. You're here listening to this podcast for a reason. This is your time to do the work on you. Don't wait. You deserve it. You're so worthy of investing in your healing. You can apply to the program using the link in the show notes. And remember, this is only available to the first 15 women who join the program this month. Don't wait. Go apply today. 
Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm so excited about this episode. This is one of my favorite topics. It's been a while since I've talked about it. This is going to help you if you're in a relationship, dating, or not dating, single, no matter where you are in your relationship journey, this knowledge, or for some of you, this reminder is going to be extremely helpful. We are talking about the anxious avoidant trap. Essentially, why is the anxiously attached person drawn to the avoidantly attached partner like a magnet, right? They're both drawn to each other. Why that happens? And then beyond that, I will talk about some of the things that you can do because a lot of you listening, you're going to go, oh my gosh, this is my current relationship dynamic, or I've been there before. I know a lot of you are going to relate to this. So I'm really excited to get into this juicy, juicy episode that's going to help so many of you. Um, before I get too far into it, I want to remind you that I am hosting a three-day challenge. Oh my gosh, I love doing these. I only do it one to two times a year. And this year I thought, hey, I want to help you during February. I know that so many of us can kind of pretend or maybe even in our conscious mind, we have this idea that, oh, it's no big deal that I don't have someone for Valentine's Day. I'll do a Galentine's. We'll just kind of shrug it off, right? Or some of us will go really extreme and be anti-Valentine's Day. But I know that deep down, so many of us wish that we had that person that we could go out to dinner with or that person that, gosh, that we could lay around on the couch with and just watch some trash reality TV and make a fun dinner at home, right? Like whatever your idea of a wonderful Valentine's Day would be, deep down, you would want that. So I felt like it was extra important this time of year to serve you, to really help you with becoming the securely attached version of you so that you can attract that relationship you've always wanted. That's why I'm hosting this three-day challenge. It starts on Valentine's Day, the 14th. It'll go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So 14th, 15th, 16th. And I believe that it starts at, oh my gosh, I should know this, 4 p.m. PST, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And it's just going to be packed with value. The last time I did this, we had such amazing feedback of people getting massive breakthroughs during the three days. Don't miss it. Like I said, it's one of the only times during the year that I'll get on and do free coaching and giving you a ton of value. So you can sign up, use the link in the show notes. I would love to see you there. If you can't make it live, you will get the recording. However, so much more fun when you're live. I feel the energy of you being there and being present. I love that. And then bonus for you, you get to ask whatever questions come up and I'm really good about answering questions on the call. So it's just great opportunity for you to get direct coaching from me. Don't miss it. It's going to be great. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. And like I said, today's episode is about the anxious avoidant trap. I want to just remind us what is anxious attachment? Anxious attachment at its core 
There are a few things to consider. This is where we have fear of abandonment and we're oftentimes catastrophizing, imagining worst case scenario and thinking about all the ways that our partner could leave us or something could go wrong, right? Additionally, with anxious attachment, receiving reassurance is really, really challenging. It's like your reassurance bucket has holes in it. So your partner could say, I love you. I want to be with you. You are incredible, but you're not able to internalize and receive that reassurance. So you're left in the relationship waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're just thinking this is not going to last. It's going to go wrong. No matter how much reassurance I get, I don't feel like I can relax in the relationship and receive love. And with anxious attachment, there's also a lot of devaluing of self and overvaluing of others. So thinking that, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I'll always be abandoned. And then overvaluing others, seeing them in a way that isn't connected to reality. So almost seeing your partner as like a God, right? Or seeing them as perfect when in fact that's not the reality. But what this does is it maintains that fear of abandonment, right? If I believe you're so much better than me, then I'm going to constantly be worried you're going to leave. So that's just a quick review on anxious attachment. What about avoidant attachment style? Avoidant attachment style has the fear of losing independence, fear of being overly depended on, and fear of intimacy, fear of getting really close. And with avoidant attachment, they've learned to use hyper-independence as a coping skill. So if I can remain independent and I can take care of me and I don't need anyone, that's how I feel my best. And it can bring up a lot of stress and fear and anxiety if I'm getting too close to someone right? And with avoidant attachment, they will often have beliefs as well that I'm not a good partner. I don't know how to show up for someone. Um, I'm just not good at relationships. I'm going to focus on my career, right? And then another thing to consider with avoidant attachment is there's often a a complete, not complete for everyone, And I guess I should say, this is all on a spectrum, right? Like I'm giving you these definitions and there may be parts that you relate to and parts that you don't. So with avoidant attachment, there's there's a spectrum, but there's usually some level of disconnection from your inner world and your emotional experience. So at some point you learned it wasn't safe to be connected to your emotional experience. So then you disconnected. Okay. So those are our attachment styles. And when we think about this, the wild thing is, is when you look at the puzzle pieces here of how these attachment styles fit together, we can see pretty quickly that the anxious attachment style, that their beliefs about love are easily confirmed by the avoidantly attached 
partner and vice versa. If I have avoidant attachment, my beliefs about love are easily confirmed by an anxiously attached partner. So for example, with anxious attachment, I have fear that I am going to be abandoned, that people are going to pull away from me, that, and I may have beliefs that I'm too much and I don't know how to regulate my emotions myself, right? What happens then with avoidant attachment? I'm going to pull away. I am not going to be able to really help regulate your emotions. I'm going to struggle to give reassurance. And that all fits the avoidantly attached person's blueprint for what a relationship is. And some of you may have heard me say this, but it's so true. It's worth repeating. If you take an anxiously attached person into a room with 99 securely attached people and there's one avoidantly attached person, guess who they will be drawn to? They'll be drawn to that one person. They'll find them, right? And what's really fascinating is when we start thinking about the biology of this as well, because attachment is not only in actions, behaviors, words, etc. It's a felt sense. We can feel when someone is attuned to us. So if someone is avoidantly attached, one thing that, that you're going to notice is they're not very good at tuning into you and asking how you're doing and validating your experience, right? They might be talking about work or talking about something surface level, like the game that's on, or they'll be joking around, but you'll notice there's not going to be a lot of attunement to the other person. And this is a felt biological sense that if I have anxious attachment, that's probably something I felt in other early relationships in my life. And that felt sense of lacking attunement is something I'm just drawn to and I can feel it biologically. Isn't that wild? It's wild. So with avoidant attachment, I want to give you an example there. So if I'm avoidantly attached and I'm dating someone who's anxiously attached, and let's say that they're asking for a lot of reassurance, they're asking to spend a lot of time together, and they're telling, they're telling me that they're not getting what they need in the relationship. What am I going to believe as the avoidant attachment person? I'm going to say, okay, this confirms my beliefs about love, that people want too much of me. I'm going to start losing my independence. I'm going to lose myself because I'm giving everything to this relationship. I'm also going to say, wow, this confirms my belief that I'm not a good partner right? And then of course I'm going to say, well, hey, I'm just going to pull away even more because I'm not good at this. I can't give them what they need. They want too much of me. And I need my independence in order to feel good. I need my independence. And they're bringing up emotions that I'm not even comfortable with myself. I can't connect to myself emotionally. So why would I connect to this other person emotionally. This is too much. And what's wild is the avoidant 
the avoidantly attached person is just as involved in this as the anxious person because they're attracted to the anxious person because it fits their beliefs about relationships. So this is pretty fascinating when you start to break it down, right? And Oh, I think all of us who have had an insecure attachment style, you know what I'm talking about, where it can just feel like a magnetic force field where you go, oh, I'm just so drawn to this person. And let's talk about what happens physically. In an anxious avoidant dynamic, one of the only times that people in that relationship are feeling connected and possibly one of the only times the anxiously attached person's getting reassurance is during physical intimacy. So that's why some of the um, people I work with, and I know, I mean, I can even think about my own sexual experiences and that, that part of relationships for me. And you can look at those anxious avoidant dynamics and how they showed up in sex and realize, whoa, that was why that sex was so crazy good, if you will, or felt like lightning bolts, you know, were going off. And I guess you would describe it as intense. If you know what I'm talking about, okay, you know, where it's like it was like a drug when when you felt like you needed the sexual connection and it was a drug and it was intense and you were craving it right like a lot of times that type of sexual experience is connected to an anxious avoidant dynamic or a disorganized disorganized dynamic and it is kind of like a drug. I mean, it, it is. So thinking about this, now that we have this data, what do we want to do? What do we want to do now that we know about the anxious person being so drawn to the avoidant and vice versa? And same with disorganized towards disorganized. Um, when we know that that is the case, we have to ask ourselves, well, what can I do to move towards secure? That would be where I would want you to start is saying, what does it look like for me to start to show up securely attached? Because I want you to be able to make great relationship decisions and really trust yourself in relationships. And one of the only ways you can do that is when you learn how to show up securely attached. So that would be my first piece of action, okay? And there's so many great resources out there, whether it's the Empowered Secure Love Program where we've helped over 500 people become securely attached or it's somewhere else. There's a lot of wonderful ways you can become securely attached. And that's that would be ideal. Let's talk about if you're already in the dynamic and you are you are anxiously attached or avoidantly attached and you know that you're in one of these dynamics currently. What's important to note is that there is such a spectrum here. So you could have a couple where they were each 50% secure and then maybe one was 50% avoidant 
and the other was 50% anxious. So they have secure strategies, right? They have a they have some secure attachment, but then they have these really unhealed, wounded parts of themselves that are showing up as the insecure attachment styles. In that case, we want to make sure that both people are working on becoming securely attached and that they're openly, honestly, and directly communicating about what they need and that they are working to build a securely attached relationship. So they're learning how to address conflict in a way that's super healthy, that helps them repair quickly, right? They're learning how to create independence and also share time together. They're realizing that, oh my gosh, if we're having the same argument over and over and over again, there's probably something deeper here that we really need to look at, right? So there is a way to heal with, if you have a a dynamic that is anxious avoidant, I will say this though, it's really challenging to do that unless both people take ownership and both people say, Hey, I do want to move myself to secure. And I also want to co-create secure attachment with you. One of the other things I would say is, is really, really important is learning how to ask for reassurance and give reassurance in a way that stops the cycle. Because with an anxious avoidant dynamic, you have the pursuer, right? The anxiously attached person. So they're going to, they're going to pursue. And then we have the avoidant who's the distancer. So the pursuer is going to ask for reassurance and ask for support and want a lot of comfort. And then we have the distancer who's the avoidant attached person is going to just pull away and that's super overwhelming. And then what happens? Then the anxiously attached person wants more reassurance and then it blows up and then maybe there's a repair and we can just see this cycle over and over and over in this kind of dynamic unless we learn how to stop the cycle. And like I said, my favorite way, because this is the way that gets you the best results and is a life-changing thing to do and will help you for the entirety of the rest of your life, is learning how to move yourself towards secure attachment, right? So that's a big piece. That's what I would want for you. But I would also really want, as a couple, you need to learn how this is for the the anxious person and the avoidant person, both of them, you need to learn how to ask for reassurance, how to ask for whatever it is that you need, if it's not reassurance, um, and then also how to receive reassurance. So for example, if I have a couple where they keep getting in the same argument and it's about the household chores and the avoidant person is not pulling their weight, we'll say. They're not participating in the chores. And then the anxious person is saying, well, I don't feel, I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel valued. I bring this up and you shut me down. You stonewall, right? What we need to have happen is a 
total pattern interrupt, right? Where the avoidantly attached person's able to self-regulate a bit. They're able to remind themselves that it's safe for them to be present with their partner. And then the anxiously attached person is needing to remind themselves that they can express their needs in a healthy way, in a way where they're asking for what they need and they're expressing how they feel without blaming or projecting and certainly without displacing their childhood trauma or their past relational trauma onto their current partner, right? And that goes for both avoidant and anxious. You have to get to a place where your communication and your way of being in the relationship has nothing to do with your past experiences. We need a blank slate in our relationships, meaning we are building connection. We're building a secure attachment together and we're not bringing our experiences from the past, right? That's so, so important. So I, I hope this episode was helpful. I feel like we went down a little bit of a rabbit hole as I do when it comes to attachment theory. Um, and I know some of you are going, oh my gosh, but I want to know more about the disorganized and disorganized, um, dynamic. And that is a very good point. I should do an episode on that as well. Just know this, it's very similar to what I just talked about, except you would be flip flopping, right? At certain times you're in the anxious role and at other times you're in the avoidant role and it's like, how many of you have had this? I know I have. Oh my gosh. I get goosebumps when I think about this because it's so painful where it's like, you want to be in the relationship and then they don't. And then by the time you don't want to be in the relationship, they do. That's a very, very common experience with disorganized attachment of just that flip-flopping of I'm anxious and then I'm avoidant. And then you're anxious, right? And then I'm avoid like just the madness of the flip-flopping. So that's, that's honestly how you would apply this to two disorganized folks being attracted to each other. And yes, that is common because they also fit their beliefs about love, right? The inconsistency, the unpredictability, the chaos, the, oh, I'm super available and I want you and I don't ever want you to leave me. And then uh, all of a sudden I don't need you. I need space, right? Like they, they both mirror each other's beliefs about love. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some value out of it. I want to invite you to take action. Nothing changes until you change. I know what it's like, my friend. I know what it's like to be in so much pain, to repeat unhealthy relationship dynamics over and over. I have so much compassion for you if you feel like that's where you are, or maybe you simply just gave up on dating altogether and you're not, you're not even putting yourself out there because you're just so exhausted by it all. I know what that's like. And I want you to know it really can be different for you. You don't have to keep repeating pain. You don't have to keep adding on mental health issues, which is what happens when we continue to have unhealthy 
relationships or emotionally unavailable relationships or toxic relationships, right? When we continue to have those over and over, it impacts all areas of our life, including our mental health, right? So nothing nothing changes, nothing gets better until you decide that you are going to become securely attached. And this month, I have such an amazing offer for you. We have the most incredible bonus package. It's the Move to Secure Attachment bonus package, and you will get my Become the One bundle. This is everything you need on becoming the version of you that is secure, that attracts what you want. I also have my Boundaries audio course. People love this course, and you would get that additionally. And then on top of that, we also have a $400 discount off the program. I'm doing this because once again, I know how this time of year is. And I know it can be easy to just put on that, oh, I don't need anyone. I'm good. But I, I know that deep down there's part of you that that does really want a relationship. So if this spoke to you today, if you're going, I need to get out of this anxious avoidant trap, I need to become secure so that I can handle that area of my life so that all other areas of my life can feel stable and good. And so that I can finally have that person that I want to build a life with. Maybe it's somebody I want to build a house with or build a little family with or go on trips with, or just that person to make dinner with on Sunday night, right? Like you want that best friend, then now is the time. Now is the time. Don't put it off. This really is an incredible offer. And now that we've helped over 500 people become secure, I mean, we have so much data backing up that this works. It really works. So use the link in the show notes, apply today. I would be so honored to be your coach. And of course, as always, thank you for being part of this community. You're an incredible part of this community. I don't, I don't take it lightly that I get to serve you and help you heal and grow. It's such a beautiful part of my life. And I just want to wish you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram or Facebook. Make sure you tag me. It would mean the world to me if you took just a moment to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this show grow, the more people will be able to help. Until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.